Blog Talk Radio. This episode of Attention Talk Radio is brought to you by children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder. Welcome to Attention Talk Radio, your ADHD information station where we help those with ADHD pay attention to attention. With your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Good evening, everyone. Welcome to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. I'm your host, ADHD and attention coach, Jeff Copper. Our topic tonight, ADHD and emotions, triggers for emotional self-regulation. This is being aired in October 2022 during ADHD Awareness Month. We are bringing content of of lived and shared experiences for people to identify with it. I think you've got a really good show for you tonight. Uh, We're going to get to the content in a moment. Before we do, we'd like to thank children and adults with attention deficit hyperactivity disorder for bringing this program to you. In celebration of that event, we're anxious to give away free digital copies of Attention Magazine. To get yours, just listen to our show. We'll be sharing a secret word a couple times. Write it down. Listen to another show um, and write down the secret word of that show and then just email me the the two words. That's all you need to do. Email address is attention at attentiontalkradio.com. When we get it, we'll forward it to Chad. We'll get you a PDF copy of the current edition of Attention Magazine, and they'll send you a PDF copy of the next edition when it's in print. We have a little tip that we're going to share with you that Chad made, and we'll get into the show. Whether you have ADHD, treat it, research it, love someone with it, or just want to learn more, you're invited to the largest ADHD event of the year. Join Chad at the 2022 Annual International Conference on ADHD from November 17 to 19 in Dallas, Texas. For more than 90 presentations, workshops, and networking with world-class thought leaders. Can't make it to Dallas? Join us virtually. Register today at chad.org. Thank you so much, Chad, for your continued support. For those that are not aware, Chad is the largest not-for-profit organization that advocates on behalf of those with ADHD. We encourage all of our listeners to either donate or become members to support Chad. Financial stability is really important for them to have the resources to have people lobbying uh, on Capitol Hill for the ADHD community and working with different regulatory agencies on wording to make sure that uh, those with ADHD get the accommodations that they need in order to thrive. Again, for more information, to donate or to uh, become a member, go to chadd.org. Everybody, we've got a very, very, very special show for you tonight. In our virtual studio is Stacy. I want to kind of tee up our uh, conversation a little bit here to give you a little bit of a preamble what brought this about. Uh, Stacy somebody I've been working with for a period of time, and one of the great things about tonight is this new trend of looking at ADHD as a, an executive functioning or self-regulation issue really kind of opens up a whole new wor- world of looking at ADHD. Um, as self-regulation, attention is definitely something that you have to self-regulate, but so is emotion. And often when we're working with people on ADHD, we're focused on the attention side. And quite frankly, um, we've been working with Stacy, and she's got some really, really, really clever, I mean really, really clever structures that uh, she's come up with to put in place to kind of help her focus and kind of pay attention. And frankly, we were actually going to do a show today on some of those structures. But along the way, we had an opportunity to have a conversation, and I caught her in in a situation where she was emotionally kind of off the charts. And... 
I really kind of wanted to kind of bring this kind of conversation out and have a discussion about it. And we actually were able to tape part of our conversation at a time that I'd like to play that I think many out there will uh, can maybe identify with kind of what's going on. So uh, let's kind of get into the show. So first, Stacy, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. So Stacy, in working together. You've become very aware of the tension in, 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 a, in your uh, emotional issues and, and kind of self-regulating. And just to kind of key this up, you are in a situation right now where you're kind of threatened to a degree and you're having to kind of fight back. And I don't want to put words in your mouth, but uh, it's got you pretty, pretty, uh, pretty jazzed up and your emotions are kind of running high. You want to just kind of talk to us about that feeling and what's going on right now? Yes. Well, you know, as, as you know, I'm, I'm fighting with the schools, fighting, fighting being the key word, um, and uh, not getting what not getting what my kids need from the schools. And you know, we're all familiar with the the laws, or some of us are familiar with the laws idea and child fine mandate. And the school, from my perspective, has broken every single one of those laws. And my frustration is how can they get away with being misleading and how can they get away with breaking the law and how can how can they get away with this? These are kids we're talking about and I get extremely angry and extremely emotional about it to the point where it's not impossible for me to make any headway on it because my emotions are really getting in the way of me functioning, even regular daily functioning. So you're having some issues with the school. There's kind of two things going wrong, in my sense. One of them is trying to advocate for your for your kids. That in right. and of itself, your mother, you need to do that. You want to do that. But then there's this other thing, like you've been wronged or society's been wronged as a result of that. So I'm feeling like there's emotion here, but there's really kind of two layers. One is to help your kids, and then this bigger one that's really, really got you consumed. Yes, it's the social justice one where – we we're we're completely we've messed up the education system, you know, and and I feel like the money is going into the pockets of the uh, you know the the uh, the unions, the districts, and litigation, a lot of litigation, and all that money is being taken away from services that should be given to the kids that really need it. So. We've really sort of diverted our attention um, in that area. And I think that that is what is the most frustrating, is that, you know, so much, so many resources are going to litigation, to mm-hmm. the unions, to um, what the, the money is being taken out of the pockets of the teachers and the services that could be provided for our kids. And that, mm-hmm. to me, is what's wrong with our education system and that is what makes me crazy because it's just wrong it's wrong what they're doing and i finally became sort of aware of it six years later i'm like wait a minute they're just trying to mislead me they are trying to turn me off course and you know there was a you know very tough situation that my son went through um where one of the teachers was just really treating him very poorly and it sent me over the edge and I just that was two years ago Mm. and I'm still I still you know 
I'm still reeling about it, and, I'm, and I keep going back to it, and I keep saying, you know, I can't trust anything they tell me anymore because they have been completely misleading to me, and it's just been a tough road. You're, Feel like my heart racing now that I just talking about it. My heart's going crazy. I'm like, I gotta get them. That's good. Well, so here, everybody, I, I'm just a coach and I just interview people. I've had lots of experts on here, so I want to be kind of careful. What I really, really, my hope is that the show is you can identify with and you, you get a sense of metacognition and being able to witness yourself in these situations. And we've talked. We talked to Dr. Kenneth Bloom years ago about dopamine being the reward neurotransmitter and the booyah. And it's so it's so intertwined with with those with ADHD and um, and I've talked to, um, to 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 Stacy and others about you know one is on boredom is there's a physical discomfort when you're bored and you're motivated to kind of escape that shoe go do some other things but also that notion that you know you're going to do any kind of activity that kind of gives you that that adrenaline rush. And, Stacey, we have talked about this, and even before the show, you talked about as, as we become aware and you're starting to notice yourself and your body, when, you're, when your emotions get kind of amped up in the situation, before the show started, you started talking about you feel a physical reward from the adrenaline of this. You want to speak to that for a second? Yes. I mean, that was one of the things that was so helpful, Jeff, that you pointed out. And I have to say that was – if you want to talk about an aha moment, that was it. And, and look, that was, what, three days ago we talked about that, and I've already been completely aware of it every time it goes off. And it is that when I start to get angry or I start to, you know, come up with my facts and come up with the details and fight back and, and you know, shoot, I, I get a complete reward, and I was telling you, that I almost get, it, it's almost, it's like, um, it's, I'm addicted, I feel like I'm addicted to it. Like, wait, hold yep. on, I gotta go, I gotta finish one more email, I have to finish one more sentence, I, I have to look up one more fact, and, and I'm gonna get them, I'm gonna show them I'm right, and they're wrong, and then my, and I could spend hours doing it, it could just go, you know, the day just goes, gets past yep. me, and I have other, I, you know, at the end of the day, yep. I don't wanna spend my life yep. like that. Yep. And I love how you articulate just one more, one more, but the one more becomes another one, which becomes another one, which becomes 8, 10, 20. It's almost infinite because it feels so good for that adrenaline rush to kind of keep going. And my sense, too, is that you're kind of focused in when this is happening. Oh, I'm focused in razor-sharp focused. Razor-sharp sharp focused. Sharp. Fact, Nothing else said, can deter me. Wow. So yes. we've, talk, we've, talked, we've talked about um, John Rady, um, the author of Spark and Exercise and how it kind of physically adulterates the brain and kind of helps you, you, you focus. We've talked a little bit, nobody's actually, actually said this, but Dr. Kenneth Bloom and a little bit of Dr. Barkley in a video that I said is that, you know, deadlines are a little bit of a self-medicating behavior because it kind of creates that adrenaline rush to kind of move forward. And in a second, we're going to kind of play this clip. And I think if you listen to the clip, it's going to be interesting because this was actually – I was talking to Stacy. We got off the call. We started recording this thing, and it was kind of going on. And you'll hear that she, all she wants to do is we're having a conversation, and she's witnessing to me how she feels, and all she wants to do is get off the phone to finish an email to go get these guys while we're on the phone. I mean, this is unplaying while it's kind of happening. And so, um, Stacy, I tell you what, let's go to a break. I'm going to come back and tee it up. I know that you want to kind of take a break. Um, 
and listen to this at another time. So if you want to, you can kind of just kind of go off to, I'll text you when it's time to come back to the phone. And everybody else, okay. we'll go to a break. When we come back, I want to talk to you a little bit about a few things to listen to, and then we'll run the tape, and then we'll run another commercial break, and we'll come back and, and we'll do a little bit of debrief, okay? Does that work, Stacey? Perfect. I All can right. go send some emails during the break. There you go. We'll be right back <laughs> after these messages. Tonight's secret word is triggers. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Transform lives as a professionally trained ADHD coach at the ADD Coach Academy. ADHD coaching is in demand, a calling, and a career. Learn how you can change lives by going to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Managing ADHD is about pausing before you ponder and proceed. This opportunity to practice pausing is being brought to you by digcoaching.com. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to this edition of Attention Talk Radio. And I am honored and thrilled um, and, and very thankful for uh, Stacy for letting us uh, uh, do this show. I'm about ready to pay a clip. It's about 10 minutes long. Um, that was part of a conversation that uh, I was having with Stacy. Uh, we ended it, and we went on and did a little bit of coaching on the end of it. We'll talk a little bit about that by the end. But as you listen to this clip, I want you to pay real close attention to something. There's going to be a lot of words about school districts and stuff like that. I really don't want you to focus in on that. What I want to list, what you listen to is the emotion. Particularly, it starts off relatively low, and it begins to crescendo as it kind of goes out. So you can actually feel the emotions kind of get amped up as she kind of talks about it. You can feel the tension in her body. I also want you to notice her anxiousness to get off the phone and kind of get back to it. She's actually at different times witnessing the fact that she's feeling this. She's feeling that it like she knows she shouldn't go forward, but she has to. And this is really, really kind of an important point because those with ADHD, whether it's emotion or whether it's attention, they know what they should be doing. The issue is executing. And I want, you to, I want you to sit in this by yourself, and I want you to realize this is not easy to do. I think all too often um, the experts just think that this is kind of a piece of cake. And when you listen to this, if you listen to her, her tone and her voice and really kind of connect with her, you'll realize this is not an easy thing to do. So with that, we're going to roll the tape. When it gets done, we'll debrief and just briefly go to a break and then bring her back and have a, a deeper conversation. All right, so just to, just to mirror back, you're, you're fighting the school district, and your kids are at stake, but there's this high of, like, lack of better turns, getting back to them, and you can't stop yourself, it's a drug? Yeah, that's it. And, I, and as I was telling you, I am waiting to get off the phone with you because I just got an email from the vice principal who was questioning on why I want this observation. And I was in the middle of writing it when the phone rang and, and you interrupted me. And so I'm like, i got to finish this up with Jeff because i got to get back to that fighting email now. Fighting email now. But what you're telling me is before we got onto this call, is this, you're, you're acknowledging this is, it's like a drug that you can't stop yourself. It's, yes. You actually use a word, it's ruining you. Yeah. It is. I cannot stop fighting. No. 
So you're witnessing. So yes, what? So and I know, and I know it. I'm completely aware of it, and I completely try to stop. And I'm I'm completely incapable of stopping. Like I just, it's twenty four seven of me thinking about it and trying to get the services my kids need. And I think that the best way of getting the services my kids need is to say, you know, you're harassing me, you're bullying me. I'm not going to sit back. I'm going to fight back, and I'm going to fight back every ounce of energy I have because it's my kids. I, I get that. I totally get that. Before we got on this, this call, though, what was interesting to me is there's two sides. is helping your kids, but the bigger picture of the revenge and getting them back to the point is like it's almost maybe inhibiting the progress of your kids because you want so bad to get these fricker. Uh, well, well, it is. It is inhibiting the process. It's completely inhibiting the process. It's inhibiting me. It's, it's all-consuming. And so it's hard for me to help them when I'm, I'm so angry. And I believe that it's all by design. I believe that the school tries to break you. I'm not kidding you. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I'm, I keep saying, I'm not going to let them break me. I'm not going to let them break me. And in the process, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to break them. Mm-hmm. You know, it's me against an entire school district, and guess what? I'm going to break them. And that's been that's the, that's the part that has taken over rather than that. How can I help my kids? But I don't, I don't know how to separate the two, and I don't know if it's possible to separate the two because I have to break them in order to get my kids what they need. Because if I don't break them and I don't say, look, this is where you screwed up. You broke the law. This is a violation of idea. I'm suing you because what you're doing is wrong. You know, I I just simply don't know another venue to take to get them what they need. So I have to cross-examine them and I have to... You know, look at all the facts. I have to become the attorney. I have to become the special ed, you know, expert. And I know the way they approach this is all by design, and there's something wrong about it. And that is the key. There's something wrong about it. And that's where where I'm fighting. I'm fighting about the wrong that they're doing rather than writing for my my kids. And it is all-consuming, and I can't stop. It's all consuming. It's all consuming. Do you think that it's all consuming and that you're getting there as efficiently as possible? Or are you thinking get off? No, I'm not getting there as efficiently as possible. I'm trying to. I'm trying to waste their time like they waste my time. Is what I'm trying to do. Mm. And it's so, not. It's not right. It's like a war. You know. Oh, I, I'm going to get my ammunition and you get your ammunition. I spend all my time getting my ammunition, and. You know, and then I, then I, you know, during these meetings, I get the guns out, and I'm like, and then I feel like two days after, like I've been through complete war, and I can't function. Wow. I just had this vision of Call of Duty. That's what it is. It is a war. It's a mental war. So. We, we talk so much about ADD and being a self-regulation issue, and it's like the emotions right now are off the chart, and you can't – you're aware of it. Completely off the it. chart. Yeah. Hmm. Completely off the chart. And okay, I don't so, know how to – and I don't know how to, like, um, bring it down a notch. No, there's a 
there's a there's a there's an individual out there that that, that we know that's kind of come in as an attorney, and I think his advice to you was, you know, maybe you shouldn't be the one going to the meeting. No, she said, "Wow, you'd make a great attorney." <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, okay, you should be an attorney. That's what she said. I guess maybe I should. I I can make money off of these emotions. Yeah. So I think you have a couple attorneys involved. One is your friend, but the other one is an individual that I had referred you to. Yes. Remember that? Oh, yeah. He he, he said, um, yeah. He said. You shouldn't be the one going to the meeting. I shouldn't be the one going to the meeting. Absolutely not. But I'm afraid that they're going to miss something. They don't have all the information. Do you I, understand? I've got like 2,000 pieces of paper yep. that no one can po- – it would take years for someone to study all of the information, and I've got it in my head. You know, what, what, I, what I'm just trying to just highlight is the situation is that the ADD and the self-regulation is off the chart, particularly with emotions. You just want to, you just want to get these guys for all it's worth. Yeah. At the same yep. time, it's ruining you. It's, it's, mm-hmm. it's sidetracking you. It's all-consuming. It, right. Uh, it, may, it, it may is may ruining help me. You, but the reality of yep. the situation is, is while you can feel it, you can see it, all you want to do is yep. get off this phone is, is to go attack I, And I just the thought just walked in my head, damn it, when is he going to stop talking so I can finish that email? <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm saying. It is. So, it's, a, it's a drug. It's like I need that hit. So how long do you want to continue like this? Never. I want it to stop. And I keep thinking, you know what? And this is it. I mean, this is just a ticket. This is this is a perfect example of an addict. I think, all right, I've gone 23 miles. I just have one more mile to go, and then it'll stop. And it, I never get to that last mile. It just, the race just keeps going, and I never cross the fucking finish line. And I tell my husband, no, it's just going to be, it's another week. This is the last email, I swear. It's the last one. <laughs> I'm addicted to emails. <laughs> Revengeful emails. So, so the hard part at this point in time is trying to figure out how to regulate yourself and how to, to diffuse yourself from the situation. Right. Okay. You tell me how, because no, I don't I, know. I, it's easy to say. I don't think it's easy to do. And, and the one thing I'm thankful of is we're we're kind of catching this because I think people can kind of witness is that the level of self-regulation is you're you're conscious of what's going on. You can feel the urge. Yeah. But, but everybody says, hey, da, da, da. It, this isn't so easy just to say put on the brakes. And even in no. the situation, like, hey, maybe I should send somebody, but they don't have all the data. I'm even like, all right, I'm just get, I'm I'm like. I'm even saying, okay, you know what I'm going to do? I'm I'm going to, like, two hours a day, that's it, and then I'm going to stop. I can only spend two hours a day. I even had a conversation with my husband. He's like, you 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 don't do anything else. Like, this is all that you do. And and I said, all right, I'm just going to two hours a day between this time and this time, I'm going to stop. And then I'm not going to think about it or do anything about it. And I tried that yesterday, and it didn't work. I just think I need to just get out of like you know get out of it, but I I can't. So let me ask you a question. Let's say you continue down this path, okay? And yeah, I, I, I'm killing email, myself. This yeah. drags out five, six years that yeah. you're consumed <laughs> on it, and begin to think about the time, the other things that you're missing out in life. 
when it's all right, I know. Done, let's, let's say you do yep. win. But if you look back at the potential carnage along the way, is it going to be worthwhile? No. It's not. It's not at all. No. No. Mm. It's not, but I'm going to stop. I'm telling myself to stop. And I'm trying to limit the time I think about it. And, yeah. And you know what? I can't, don't have time to, you know, to schedule the play dates for my kids that they need, to get the the therapies that they need. You know, it's, all this is taking away time from them. And then, of course, that gets me more and more angry and more and more resentful of the school because I'm like, how dare you make me go through this? Um, and I get more and more angry because I'm like, you... And the games that you're playing are taking away the time that I should be working on helping my kids and my family, and then I get madder. What I'm hearing is like fuel. Yeah, the more that happens, the more it amps you up, the more difficult it is to walk away. Right. Right. All right, everybody, that's the, that's the clip that uh, we had with Stacy. I want to go to a break real quick. When we come back, we'll have Stacy on the line, and we'll talk a little bit about what happened, a little bit of debriefing. So with that, we'll be right back after these messages. Tonight's secret word is triggers. You're listening to Attention Talk Radio. We'll return in a moment. Your life, your world, your choice. This is Attention Talk Radio. Change your life by learning more about managing ADHD. Other places give you a few tips. The ADD Coach Academy will change your life. To find out more, go to addca.com slash ATR. That's addca.com slash ATR. Are you always late? The Time Timer is an award-winning time management solution that's helped millions of people with ADHD manage life better. As time passes, Time Timer's bright red disc disappears. Visit Timetimer.com and use the discount code ATR for 15% off. Could hiring an attention coach really help you move forward? (laughs) Does a child get wet when they dive into a swimming pool? You can get started moving forward today. Just call Dig Coaching Practice at 813-837-8084 and schedule a free consultation. Tell us you heard about us on Attention Talk Radio and get 50% off your discovery session. For more information, visit digcoaching.com. Don't delay. Do it today. And now, back to Attention Talk Radio. Welcome back, everybody, to uh, this special, special show, Attention Talk Radio. And so many thanks to Stacy for allowing us to kind of come on, share her story, and play that clip. Um, very, very, very powerful. And uh, Stacy, again, thank you so much for letting us play it. Oh, you're welcome. Anytime. Um, so one of the things that I want to do here is, is I, I like doing these shows where we're getting to the hard part, and I want to kind of go through a few things here, Stacey, and then kind of come back and kind of get your comments on this, is one of the keys here is to actually be able to witness the fact that the emotions are kind of going. We've talked, we've interviewed uh, Melissa Orlov on this show, uh, who's a marriage uh, consultant. She talked about when you feel that flooding feeling, it's that sensation that's kind of going on. Um, so we've talked about it there. As a coach, 
um, often whenever we're working with somebody with ADHD and they're, they're having something to create awareness, we get them to try to listen to their body, not what their thoughts are kind of going on because the body doesn't lie. Um, I don't know the sequence of this, but we, uh, we've interviewed uh, Autumn Zitani, who's the head of the curriculum for Sesame Street Workshop, which includes the show, the apps, the website, YouTube, the whole thing. We had conversations about their, show, their curriculum on self-regulation and helping children, through the, what they do, identify feelings and put a name on it. So when they feel that I'm feeling anxiety in my stomach, they belly breathe as a moment to pause and distance themselves from that trigger so they can engage the executive functioning mind. Same thing with uh, Melissa Orloff has. I just kind of talked about with the flooding feeling. With Dr. Russell Barkley, we talked about what an emotion is a couple years ago. It's begin to witness that. And then what do you do to downregulate that emotion? Because when that automatic brain is off the charts and you're threatened, what we really need is an executive functioning mind very effortfully to come in and take over, to, to take control, to move that automatic uh, fight-or-flight response away. And I think if you really listen to the clip... <clears throat> Before with Stacy, you could feel that fight or flight tension in her body. That I got to get off this this phone call, Jeff, because I got to go back and kind of fight. And it's in these types of situations that awareness to recognize it, the physical feeling, and to catch yourself. Now, after um, the, the clip that you heard was done, we kind of kept going a little bit and um, started having a conversation. And, and, and Stacy, you began to you really began to understand and feel what was going on. And as we got into it, we started about a, you're going to go to see a professional on this. We also started talking about exercise, countering other types of things that would kind of help you begin to downregulate your emotion in these situations so that you could kind of deal with it. You want to just talk about, because we're in the middle of this experience right now. It's, it's, we haven't cracked the code totally. I think we're moving forward. But can you just kind of talk a little bit about where you are right now and the awareness and what's, where we're moving with this? Yes. I mean, the awareness is key. Uh, the awareness is so key because I can catch myself doing it. Before, I was completely unaware. Literally, I sounded like a, a, an addict, like I need this. And to hear myself say that was like, wait a minute. I'm, you know, I think I even mentioned, you know, like why don't they have, you know, programs for people who are addicted, you know, addicted to fighting. Yep. Um, and, and so the realization was key. You know, you had also told me something that, that is also so important, which is that your executive function basically shuts off when you're in that emotional state. And so you yep. just can't think straight. So I really have to walk away from whatever it is that's getting me in that state and do something else, try to get my mind off of it, which is a very tricky thing to do. You know, I actually love when there's sort of an emergency because my mind stops and can focus on that emergency and I'm forgetting about all the other things. But, so can, I, I mean, can, can I comment, on, yeah, can I comment yep. on that for a second? Sure. Is when, when you catch yourself with that flooding feeling and you're like, i got to go do something, um, this is just other people I work with. So everybody has their own structure that will help them downregulate. And, and there's, a, there's a gentleman that I'm working with now who does uh, a judo and does some boxing, and when he, he has these flooding feelings, he gets into the ring or gets involved in that because he has to pay attention to the other person or he's going to get clocked. So effectively, he crowds right. out the thoughts because he's yeah. got to deal with it now as a way to downregulate them, which that works for him. Other people, yeah. it might be go listen for music. And just, it really depends on the purpose. But, but if you really pay attention to your history and when you've been amped up and the times that you actually kind of got back, if you go back and look, there's something there that usually will help you down 
regulate your emotions. And again, I don't want to hijack that, that uh, Louise, but I want to give people an idea that no, you you're absolutely right. There to make that happen. Yes, in so, the past, there's been a couple of strategies that have worked tremendously for me. I haven't been so good using them lately because I think that my that my emotions have just gotten so out of control. But in the past, exercising. I have completely even emotions if I exercise. I mean, that is, it changes my life. And I think you and I spoke about making that almost like a priority and a prescription mm-hmm. that if I don't do that, not only am I going to hurt myself, but, you know, my, my family too. Because yep. then I, then I, you know, it, it's not helpful for anybody to yep. um, lose control or get upset. So that's number one. And, and the other thing is... <clears throat> to put all those uh, tasks for the day, those things that I have to do, write them down so they're out of my head so I'm not constantly thinking, what am I forgetting? What am I missing? Is today someone's birthday? Do I have to, um, what time do I have to pick the kids up? Where do they have to be today? So those things aren't rolling around in my head. Get them on paper and include exercise in that. That has to be the number one priority. With those two simple things, that they're life-changing. I mean, really life-changing because that that adrenaline rush that I get from <laughs> sending emails or, or trying to win an argument is uh, sort of satiated by exercise. Mm-hmm. So that that's something I need to do. Now, actually getting me out there to do it, which I've been doing more of lately, is another uh, can of worms. But I know what well, works. Just to digress, I do a lot of talking about ADHD and exercise, and exercise in and of itself is a repetitive, boring, routine task, and I, I often say it's really more social than most people can imagine, um, right. which is like a whole other conversation, but, but kind of coming back to it is, is, is if you're out there listening to this and you're struggling with emotional self-regulation, um, the, first, the first thing is awareness and be able to feel it whether you feel the emotion, you name it like they do kind of in the Sesame Street shows, or you feel the flooding feeling, or everybody will feel a little bit differently, but you get that in the pause. Then that realization, as Dr. Barkley says, is that you've gone to fight or flight, and um, as I, we interviewed Dr. Uh, Rady, um, the brain literally diverts blood to the more primitive sides of your brain, and, and at that point in time it's difficult because you can't remember anything. So you've got to pause, you've got to engage the executive functioning brain, and certainly in the clip you could hear um, Stacy acknowledging that, but it still wasn't difficult. You've got to go find that thing for you, and it's different from everybody that can help you downregulate those emotions so you can engage the executive functioning and think a little bit more clearly. And for some, it could be exercise again. For some, for, it could be for music. There's another um, individual that I've coached that actually sits down and draws. Um, we'll go and actually find something in, in the focus of trying to draw for whatever reason. They're able to crowd out all those emotional types of thoughts, and then when they downregulate, they can kind of get into the next thing. And I think that those structures that you do to downregulate um, – it's difficult to find in a self-help section of the bookstore because it's different for everybody. You have to be able to begin to witness yourself in those times when you're able to downregulate because the answers are in the successes that you've had in the past downregulating, not in in what you think you should do. So I got a little bit of a diatribe on that, and and I apologize. But, um, um, Stacey, with regard to the space, we are moving forward on this uh, with exercise, um, trying to set your day. Uh, And I would say exercise is more... Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Yep. Exercise is more a preventative uh-huh. for me. Yep. It, it it prevents me from like getting so frustrated and getting so angry. Um, and so that 
that's preventative and even planning ahead that's preventative when I'm actually in that moment comedy is the mm-hmm. only thing that relieves me if I listen to a good comedy podcast or I've listened to like something really really interesting on on uh, a podcast and that's actually how I found you <laughs> 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 I was doing the dishes, and I was like, this is so boring. Let me find out what I can do. I was trying to help my kids, and I was like, wait a minute. No, wait, this is me, <laughs> my kids. So, you know, so so that, because it's entertaining to me, and it gives my mind off of, you know, that, what do we call it, the circle, the the circle of uncertainty? You know, yeah, where you endless, keep kind of The going. endless circle of uncertainty. The, the endless cycle of uncertainty, where you just keep having this ridiculous yep. conversation with yourself. And I thought everybody had, I thought everybody was the same. I thought, every, well, of course, everybody gets this angry at an injustice. And I look at other people like, wait, wh- why, are, why aren't you getting angry? Why doesn't this make you angry? How can you let this happen without getting angry? I couldn't understand it. I'm like, something's wrong with these people. And then I realized, <laughs> well, maybe not. <laughs> yep. I just don't get, like, I don't get it. But also yep. I think you sort of need, in some ways, okay, to a degree, you need that anger to accomplish something so big. I want to accomplish something big. And if I didn't yep. have that drive or that anger, I wouldn't be able to. But I can't do it. Um, I can't do that and, you know, yep. live the rest of my life. So, so yeah, let's, let me just kind of digress here. We were talking about the anger side of emotions. There's the mm-hmm. other side for me is the passion, okay? So yeah. you're caught up in this, but if you were actually a lawyer right now going after the big guys, it's, it's, I know. it's the same situation. We've just changed the environment. Now it's no longer a liability. Now it's a huge asset because you can imagine if you were being, you know, if you were being paid to do this on the side as an attorney, uh, you know what I'm saying? The level I should have been a lawyer. And that's a good thing. So one of the things I always like to say is, is that when there's an ADHD trait, it's not good or bad. It really depends on the environment in which it's manifesting. And this, that's the situation. Right. So I don't want to minimize that because everybody, if you're identifying with it, we're talking about everybody, everybody pays attention to the negative because problems you have to deal with now. But I'm saying that there's the other side of it that you can do. The other thing right. I, and, I really and it's want, the disruption that it causes in your life that makes it you know, negative yep. or positive. And this is causing a huge disruption in my life. And so one of the things that I really want to highlight here, because you, you pulled so many shows together with the description. So if you can imagine um, Stacy here, she's, she's tuned into her body. She can feel the, the, that, that the endless cycle of certainty and the, uh, the adrenaline rush on the emotions. She catches it, and she says, what am I going to do? I'm going to go watch a comedy video to, I don't know what you want to say, crowd out those thoughts, to distract your thoughts. Basically, you're, you're, move, you're implementing that structure so that you can downregulate your emotions as a strategy to engage your executive function to go back and function in a better time. That's the process. And if you go back and you listen to the, all the archives, we had, Ari Tuckman and I have talked about metacognition. We've talked about your daily diet of attention. We've done interviews with uh, Mark Burton on mindfulness. Um, we've talked, even Dr. Barkley's interview on emotions, we kind of broke that down. And his executive function deficit disorder, he talked about his uh, six thinking tools in the level one. All of that stuff goes back to this cognitive process of actually witnessing your brain as it's happening and beating it at its own game. In the situation, Stacy, where you can notice it, feel it, actually go and watch the, uh, the videos to downregulate it, you actually witnessed your brain in its own habitat and beat it yeah. at its own game. And that, to me, is the process 
that, that this kind of goes through. And, again, we did this interview with uh, Autumn Zatani at Sesame Street, and they have curriculum that basically are teaching preschools to notice these emotions, to stop, to belly breathe and talk and come up with some solutions to kind of go forward. And to me, that's the process. That's what happens. That's, that's the people that are getting solutions to this on a replicable way, that's the, that's, that's the blueprint of doing it. And it's not easy. And you, you can't, no. nobody no. else can do this for you. It's something that you have to witness, know, and practice. Right. And I think that that's the, the tricky. Well, the trickiest part is, is being aware of it. And then the, the second step is then being able to sort of switch it up a bit. And it's, it is like rebooting a computer when you get into that state. You just, I just have to say I've got to reboot my mind because I'm too, I'm too caught up in this. Wow. Wow. Um, Stacy, anything left to say that we haven't covered? I mean, this interview is going to help so many people that listen to it because I think they can totally identify with the situation of the tape that we played. And your awareness and self-awareness that you described, Grove, I think is a really kind of testament. So, again, thank you so much. But is there anything else you have left to say, any tidbits, any insights, or anything you'd like to share before we close this out? Well, you'll kill me if I say what I want to say, which why, why is why, why isn't everyone else getting as angry as I am at our public school system? <laughs> Come on, get angry with me. <laughs> um, no, the awareness is key, and, and you're right, because that was, I was simply completely unaware of what was happening and my draw to this sort of fighting thing, which can be positive in the right environment, but can be really damaging in the wrong environment. And just having that awareness and then trying to figure out how to reboot yourself so you can function um, in the environment where it's inappropriate to be sort of uh, not, not be able to regulate your emotions um, is key. And so yep. that's sort of where we are. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, Stacey, again, thank you so much for coming on the show. Everybody, we hope that you've enjoyed this and you've taken something from it. Please go out and share this with other people that you think uh, it could be useful to. So, again, Stacey, thank you so much for coming on the show. You're welcome. Thanks for having me, and thank you for all your help. You've been terrific. My pleasure. Everybody, we hope you've enjoyed tonight. Uh, Catch us next week for another great edition of Attention Talk Radio. Take care.